Welcome to the Let's Grow Together podcast. My name is Hannah Ross and hosting with me today is Ray McKetty. The Let's Grow Together podcast is a career readiness podcast with a twist. We're going to be exploring STEM careers, the STEM industry, and getting you ready for whatever your next steps are going to be. Let's jump into it. All right. On today's show, we're going to be talking about why STEM. What is STEM? What isn't STEM? Why do we care? And why a job in STEM might be right for you. So before we begin today, uh, let's just give a little bit of a background on you and me, Hannah. Um, I'd love for you to go first. All right. So like I said, my name is Hannah Ross. I am one of Let's Go's program managers, and I have a background in ecology and evolutionary biology. So the science side of STEM. I pursued science all throughout post-secondary school and then worked as an environmental educator for a few years before ending up with Let's Go, where I now do career readiness work. So definitely coming from a STEM background in the first place, but there might be some debate on whether or not my current job is considered STEM, and we'll get into a little bit of that today. But first, Ray, you want to give us a little bit of your background? For sure. Um, so I am uh, coming in through to this as the redheaded stepchild, uh, not really coming from a STEM background per se, but I did a lot of youth development work. Um, my background in college, I got um, my uh, degree in English. Uh, and after graduating, I did some stints with AmeriCorps and Peace Corps doing stuff with literacy, youth development, um you know traveled around bounced around uh and came back to the states um because of covid uh worked for a little bit in uh, doing some case management before making my way up to maryland uh as uh to pursue my masters in community leadership at the university of maryland baltimore county um and upon graduating i got a job with Let's Go Boys and Girls uh, as a program manager. Uh, so I work with middle and high school programs in the Baltimore City area, but I also work with you, Hannah, as a fellow uh, program manager in workforce development. So, yeah, awesome. I'm loving, looking forward to, to us talking about STEM and career readiness with our you know, different backgrounds, right? It's going to be, I think, uh, it's going to yield a lot of interesting conversation. So definitely. I love that we're both coming from STEM and non-STEM backgrounds. I know both of us had really impactful AmeriCorps experiences. Yeah. So definitely looking forward to wrapping everything into this podcast. For sure. For sure. So let's jump right in on why STEM. I know STEM is most of the time defined as its basic acronym, science, technology, engineering, and math. Mm -hmm. But what does that include and what does it exclude? Because I know we've heard a lot of different definitions going around. And so I'd love to get your take on what is a part of STEM and what are some careers that maybe aren't part of STEM or should be part of STEM if people don't consider them a part of STEM right now. Yeah. Uh, when we were talking about this summer, we were kind of going back and forth about um, one, how a lot of the conveniences that we enjoy today are because of STEM. 
everything from the technology we're using to do this podcast to, uh, you know, the technology involved in putting our phones together or even using a pencil uh, or what have you, or, or sending rockets to the moon or drones delivering Amazon packages, what have you. It, it's all related to STEM in some way, shape or form. And so it is imperative to, you know, that we have people who are interested in STEM and are looking to kind of add to the field in a way that, uh, you know, is helping us move further and further. But uh, to also, you know, point out that the things that are related to like life sciences, biological sciences, like your background, Hannah, too, like we need doctors, nurses, um, nurse practitioners, pediatricians, uh, veterinarians, like we need people in all these different areas of, I guess, the science, technology, engineering, math uh, field, uh, because it's, it's definitely big into when I think about like left brain, right brain stuff, it's, you know, it's the left brain stuff that our world is kind of based around. Um, and as a more right brain person, I can have a lot of deep appreciation for the, um, for, for all the things that left brain, right brain psychology is like left brain is like the logical and, um, for, you know, forward thinking and rational and one plus one is two. And then the right brain is more metaphorical and it's more, um, big picture. And, um, so that's, that's what I would say. That's my kind of working definition of STEM. I love that you brought up medicine as a field. I think that that's a really important one that gets missed a lot of time. Some people have started using the STEM acronym with an extra M on the end for medicine, but a lot of people still don't consider medicine to be a STEM field, which I got to be honest, is very confusing to me because what other fields do you need a better background in science and use more high tech items? Right. Right. So I think definitely agree with everything you said. STEM is so much more than just being an engineer or being a researcher Technology is everything. Anything that we've created that makes our lives easier or better counts as a technology. And so when we limit ourselves to this narrow view of STEM, I think we miss out on a lot of the amazing things that people can do and also miss out on a lot of connections between the fields. Things like interdisciplinary majors and jobs are becoming more and more common where you're not just in one field. You're not just doing biology. Maybe you're combining biology and engineering or biology and chemistry or any of these interconnected fields. And I think that that's where STEM is going. And learning how to broaden our definition of STEM is going to really help us in the future. Yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. Um so our next kind of question about why STEM as we begin exploring this podcast and everything that is out there in the STEM universe, why should people care about a job in STEM? Why should people care about pursuing any kind of STEM activities? I love that you use the STEM universe. It just makes me think of like 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're going to start our very <laughs> own uh, movie yeah. enterprise, right? Yeah, might as well. I mean, like, well, you know, if you really want to take it there, Tony Stark was a, a STEM guy. Most likely he wasn't, you know. At Almost the all of them are STEM people. That's very true. That's very true. Um, so you heard it here, folks. And if you want to be a superhero, you got to pursue a STEM career. Uh, I don't make the rules. That's... <laughs> But um, this is a very interesting question for me. Why why I care about doing STEM? Because again, um, full transparency, you know, STEM was you know one of my weaker areas growing up, right? And so, you know, I'm I'm I got a lot of love for um, the humanities, you know, social sciences, uh, politics. Um, art etc etc uh but it's important to not treat these as two different things they're two sides of the same coin you know um and one informs the other so what i would say is that it, one it's just important overall from that kind of uh you know more humanity standpoint to have people of all different uh backgrounds of all different walks of life, um, different lived experiences who are in these fields and contributing uh, things from an intercultural perspective. Um, you know what I mean? And approaching things because the, you know, something that is uh, good to keep in mind is that uh, STEM is great, but there's got to be heart with it as well. And Sometimes not the most ethical things have been done in the name of science or, you know, like pursuing the pursuit of uh, technology or science. So it's uh, that's how I interpret it. It's important because it's like these are the these are the things that kind of drive our world forward, our civilization. It's what, you know, um, as we take leaps and bounds into the future, how are we doing it in an ethical way? Right. And we need um, everybody's input on that, not just, you know, people that we just deem, oh, they are the gatekeepers of, of the halls, the hallowed halls of academia. Like we need we need everybody to to kind of get involved. In, in, and it, it never hurts to be up on what's going on technologically, um, scientifically. I think that what happens, though, is that people can uh, like myself, I can sometimes feel like super duper like a layman you know what i mean and sometimes things are not always articulated in such a way that um i feel like i can follow i do i do the best i can but um it can be hard it can be hard and i think intimidating for a lot of people but it's something that is definitely worth investing in investing your attention and time into um yeah I love that you brought up that STEM was not always love for you. You clearly ended up with STEM organization. So somewhere yeah. along the way, we grew on you. But yeah. <laughs> not everyone falls in love with STEM from the get-go. Some people have bad experiences or they just don't enjoy it. And that can be a turnoff for the rest of people's lives. They can say, oh, I didn't do great in high school math. So STEM is not for me. I can't do that. Or it can take you away from wanting to learn about things. But I think something that you said is so important 
is that you have to have diversity in every field because it changes the types of questions that we're asking. And whether that's diversity of having multiple genders involved, multiple racial backgrounds involved, income levels, whatever your lived experience, even if that's coming from a non-STEM background, that changes the way that you're going to see things. It's going to change what you understand, what you need out of something. And I think that that's a really important aspect that even if you're not going to be a STEM person forever, having that background and being willing to engage is super important. But also STEM skills are life skills. Knowing how to not get discouraged when something doesn't go right the first time. Anyone who has ever tried robotics or coding knows the meaning of patience. Yeah. trying many, yeah. many times and trying better each time, right? We fail forward every time we try something, it doesn't work. We move forward and we do better. And yeah. I think that's something that's underrated about STEM is those skills. You may not want to do robotics for life. That's okay. But even if you're going to be a dancer or a painter or a musician, knowing how to work through problems, navigate bad situations where things didn't work how you wanted, or deciding what improvements to make on the next time is only a benefit to your career. And I think that's something that STEM offers is lots of skills that people think are STEM skills. But they're really life skills. Yeah. I If I can maybe even distill that even further. It sounds like you're saying that STEM provides many opportunities to fail and learn from such failure. <laughs> I can't disagree, but um, it's good failure, right? Failure it's is a bad thing. Learning yeah. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And speaking from that, again, right brain, artistic, uh, humanity side, I've learned it's just like like a lot like what you said, um learning what works through knowing what doesn't you know what i mean or learning what doesn't work um you know and uh whether it's oh when i switch these words this way in this poem then it it feels uh feels even better it's conveying really what i wanted to or oh next time i do that performance i'm going to put more emphasis on this set of words as opposed to this set of words or oh the reason why this thing didn't pop off was because i didn't you know what i mean like it one I, I, that's what i'm saying two sides of the same coin um and what it really comes down to is teaching us those like those lessons underneath the surface so it's um going to be something exciting to jump into with this podcast is kind of exploring um stem's relationship uh, to all those other things that were, you know, all those other facets of the human experience as well. I think you have perfectly led me into our last kind of talking point for today, which is who is a job in STEM right for? And could that be you, the person listening to it right now? Is a job in STEM right for you? Man, uh, I guess, you know, uh, I would like to turn this on to you, Hannah, as someone who has had a background in STEM. Uh, what do you, who do you feel like is attracted to STEM fields? 
I think that the people that get attracted to STEM fields are not always the same people that STEM is for, right? Mm. STEM is for everybody. People Mm. get attracted to STEM because they like math or they want to be an engineer. They like something technical, working with computers. But STEM is for everyone. If you like working with your hands, if you like thinking about things, if you like moving, there is STEM in everything. And sometimes it's a matter of making your own pathway, right? I saw a while ago there was an incredible dance studio that does STEM and dance classes. So Mm. students learn how to code lights that will light up in certain ways when they dance. And so that's a job in STEM right there. It's art, it's dance, but that's STEM. And so my answer to a job in STEM is for is for anyone because Mm. every job uses STEM. If you have ever used a pencil in your life, you have used STEM because that's a technology. (laughs) It was created. If you can do anything on your phone, if you can open an app on your phone, you've done STEM. You used technology for a personal benefit. And so thinking outside of the box and knowing that you belong in STEM, no matter what you look like, no matter what you sound like, where you come from, whatever your identity is, you belong in STEM and STEM is for you. Mm. I really don't know if I can add to that. I think that's I think that's pretty much it. I think I would just be adding words, Alan, on top of on top of that, Hannah. That was beautifully said. Then with that, I think. We can wrap up right here. Thank you all so much for listening. Join us again in a couple weeks for our next episode as we dig deeper into the world of STEM or the STEM universe, as I'm going to start calling it. STEM cinematic universe. And Yes, the <laughs> STEM cinematic universe. And stay right here. We will have more in a couple weeks. Thanks so much for tuning into the Let's Grow Together podcast. We'll see you next time. <laughs>